If you're like me, you grew up in a time and place where what you probably shouldn't do more than anything else is show weakness. It was a mark of who you were as a person. It meant that you were strong, you were authoritative, you were in charge because you weren't weak. You could appear kind, you could appear compassionate, but weakness was frowned on. Fast forward to today and I still at times chide myself, I ride myself, I, I, I'm mad at myself whenever I perceive myself to be displaying weakness. The thing is that I have to teach myself or talk to myself about, remind myself every day, is that just because you're having a struggle doesn't make you weak. And in fact, the ability to say that you're struggling is actually a strength. We're going to talk about that on STP today. Welcome to Shattered the Podcast. STP is the story of my journey from the depths of mental illness to a place where I could live again. Alrighty, so if you're struggling, it doesn't mean that you're weak. The instant temptation is that, you know, I can't hack things the way I used to. I'm not as strong as I used to be. I'm not as resilient as I used to be. Doesn't mean that you are weak. Now, I can look at my mental illness and I can say, well, you know, I am now a much weaker person than I used to be. I used to be a lot more um, resilient. I could bounce back things for a lot better. But the thing is, I'm not weak. I'm hurt. The chemicals in my brain have shifted and changed. And now my best is less than it used to be able to be. But that doesn't mean that I'm weak. Doesn't mean that I am hopeless or pathetic. Now, when I was first heard, hurt, <laughs> I lived with the constant belief that I was broken. I was damaged. I was less than. In essence, I was weak. I was weak. I was pathetic. I was hopeless. Especially when you compared it to people that weren't weak and pathetic and hopeless. This led me down a path that was extremely dangerous. In fact, it led me to the point where I tried to take my own life because I was so hard on myself, so believing that everything about me was now weak. I've been trying to think of a metaphor for this one, and I think the one I've come up with is pretty good. When you have a broken leg, you don't all of a sudden say that I'm now broken-legged. This is me for the rest of my life. You aren't going to have pain every time you step on that leg. You aren't going to feel the bone move whenever you roll over in bed, whenever you go to stand up. What you've got is you've got an infirmity, you've got damage. It's not your reality. 
And it is tempting to think of mental illness as that broken leg that never heals. Now, yes, it is healthy to talk about the fact that you're uh, damaged or you're hurt, only to recognize in yourself and be able to highlight to yourself the change that you are now in or progressing through. Your situation has altered. It hasn't finished. Now, we often talk about this thing of, you know, got to be brave, got to be able to take it, got to be able to this, got to be able to that. And one of the things that you don't do is you don't ask for help. Because when you ask for help, you're letting people know, you're giving them the opportunity to understand that you can't deal with something. It's not true, but it's human perception. In fact, the opposite is true. When you are struggling, when you are hurting, when you are doing it tough, sometimes the bravest thing you can do is just turn to somebody and say, man, I can't deal with this. It's too much. Admit it to yourself and admit it without shame. Admit it without fear. Yeah, when you've broken your leg, you're not going to be able to run a 100-meter race, clearly. But in a few months, you certainly can. And you don't look at that as a weakness on your part that I can't run with a broken leg. It's, it's just the fact of life. I've got a broken leg. I can't run. And that's okay. But why is it when you've got a mental illness, you're so tempted to just be down on yourself? I can't do this anymore. So it means that I'm pathetic, I'm hopeless, I'm weak. I want us to try and get rid of that idea that every time you're going through a mental health episode, even if it's, you know, something happens which would have normally not have ever made you ruffle a feather you would have just breezed past it but now something happens and you can't ignore it it's not that that is weakness admitting it to yourself can be the hardest thing in the world but once you admit it and embrace it and allow the reality to get through to you i don't know if you've ever been with a kid who has broken something they assume that when they stand up, they're going to be able to do everything that they could do before. There is a period of adjustment. They have to uh, adapt to their new reality, even if that reality is short term. That's what we need to do. We just need to adjust our expectations for our reality at the moment and understand that there's going to be times where I have to ask for help. And that's not me failing. It's actually me succeeding. I know myself well enough to know that I need to ask for help. I mean, what a remarkable thing that is. Don't think of yourself as having lost something, lost the best part of yourself that you can't ask for help. One of the bravest things in the world you can do is turn to somebody who knows you and say, I can't do this. Especially if you know that they can. You've got to humble yourself. 
you've got to say to yourself, I clearly cannot do this and I have to admit it to somebody. How much strength does that take sometimes? That willingness to trust, that willingness to, to, to put your ego in somebody else's hand. Because if they're going to turn around and slap it down and, oh, you're pathetic, you're hopeless, you're all this sort of stuff, yes, it's going to be bad. But a true friend, a person that really wants to help you, they won't slap that hand away. In fact, they'll jump down in the mud with you <laughs> and help pick you up. Just think if you saw somebody suffering, struggling, in a situation that you could fix, would you just walk past? Would you just say, it's oh, not my job? Or would you get in there and help? A lot of the times, the people that are around us are just waiting for us to ask for help. Seems weird. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to do it. But they know. Well, they want you to know that they are desperately there just waiting to say, please help me. And I want to help you with anything. It's like you walk in somebody else that needs your help. You wouldn't just walk past. Do everything in your power to help. That's what the people around you want to do. So in a lot of ways, when you ask for help, you're empowering people to be part of your mental illness journey. And that's got to be a good thing, yeah? Hey, have a great week. I'll speak to you next week. This has been Shattered the Podcast. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for joining us on Shattered the Podcast. I'm Mark. Special thanks to my producer, Meredith Brosnan, and also to Torian, Kevin, and Lorraine. And we can't forget the amazing band Adelaide who let us use their song as our theme. For more information, check us out on all your socials, STP Shattered the Podcast. <laughs>